Welcome to the People's Sports Podcast. I'm Charlotte Wilder. He's Mark Titus. And Mark, I don't know about you, but I sound like I've been smoking a pack a day for 50 years after the LSU weekend. I'm, uh, I, I, I discovered, one thing I've discovered on this, these road trips we're doing is that I think I'm allergic to everywhere that's not my home. <laughs> I, I have it worse than I realized. Uh, yeah, I get like sinus infections. <laughs> That's awful. Like, yeah, it happened in Oklahoma. It happened in uh, uh, Louisiana. So I, if I sound very nasally, that's what it is. I'm, I'm on the other side of it though. Like I'm starting to, I'm, I'm in the process of like just hacking up mucus today. Good. So that'll be great. Good. Hopefully, uh, if you guys stick around long enough, maybe I might do it on the show. So, <laughs> um, no, it's it's a uh, it's it's a good problem to have though, Charlotte. You know, this is a good like when you think back. A lot of times, you you wake up, you feel sick, you feel not a hundred percent, you feel hungover, whatever it is, and you think back on how you got here, and you say to yourself, "This sucks because, like, how I got here wasn't even fun. Like, I I I got sick because I went to like my my in laws Thanksgiving or something, and." my wife's grandma coughed on me and now I have the flu or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that's usually how it goes. And you're like, this is stupid. This is, this is the worst of both worlds. Every so often, uh, you, you're, you're allergic to a place and you get a sinus infection, but it's all worth it. You know what I mean? You know, you see where I'm going with this Charlotte, that like at least the, the good that led to the bad was worth it. So I'm okay with how we got here. Good. I'm very glad to hear that. I, uh, I think mine, mine is less an allergic nasal situation and more of a, screaming at the top of my lungs situation um but and 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 that is also worth it it's also a great excuse um you know not to not to make small talk if you run into someone on the street and you're just like oh my, i just you know my boy ah, vocal my rest boy. Yeah, yeah exactly i'm on vocal, vocal rest, rest yeah. except i'm not because i'm again not important enough to be on vocal rest but uh louisiana man i mean i i came away obsessed uh we do a report card every week of the stops yeah. we went to I want you to you lead the report card because yeah. I can't remember the order, but tell me your impression of the vibe because yeah, I know that's, that's a, the one we start with. Yeah, we start with the vibe check. Uh, the the vibe the, the vibe of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, of LSU is the the one thing I would say that that makes this place so awesome. Because I'm going to set the stage by saying this, Charlotte, that mm -hmm. uh, I am no stranger to the reputation of night games in Baton Rouge. I'm no stranger to to how how people view LSU who visit. Um, this is something I've been told my entire life covering college sports uh, that you got to go to a football game at LSU. You got to experience it. It's crazy. And I as I as I want to do uh, whenever someone gets excited about something and I have not experienced that something I'm like all right pump the brakes just calm down like how it's a it's a it's a football game I've been to a million football games how could it be that much better how could it be that much different uh, ultimately I, I my assessment of what makes LSU different is that uh, the people are insanely and they they are insane uh, in good and and wild way. Like it's the people. It's it's basically just the people, Charlotte. The the they are the, the nicest people I've ever met in my life. They are the most welcoming people I've ever uh, uh, interacted with. They they J Jim, uh, our producer Jim Cunningham, at one point turned to me uh, as we were at like our fourth tailgate where they they said take whatever you want. They're handing us drinks. They're handing us food. They're some guy who's like running the tailgate has the most comfortable chair and he stands up and he points to it. He's like, you guys want to sit down? You can sit down in my chair if you want. And that's just how this like kept happening over and over. And Jim turns to me at one point and is like, these people treat me better than my family and friends. And he wasn't <laughs> even joking. He wasn't even like, <laughs> it wasn't even saying for effect. He's like, literally, I get treated better here than my family and friends. Uh, so that would be that 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 is what it was because ultimately like like Tiger Stadium's cool the fans are like the the atmosphere is obviously awesome there's a lot that is like quote unquote different but the one thing that stood out to me is like oh this is very very different uh, is is the people and, and and the welcoming part is certainly part of it the other part is like just the the cultural lifestyle like food that they eat uh, the fact that a guy looks me in the eye and it's like noon and kickoff is still eight hours away and it's like you guys work for Fox Sports and I said yes and he goes do you want me to jump through that table and I was like I guess and he's like I'm gonna jump through the table and I was like okay go ahead jump through the table he's like will you film it if I jump through the table and I'm like yes I promise you we will film it if you jump through the table and then he just jumps through the table and he's like do you guys get that and I was like yeah man all right have a good day we walked away uh like the people are wild they're they're crazy we'll, we'll talk more about like that part of it like the 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 fact that they have a live mascot on campus is nuts the fact that I went gator hunting or whatever the hell you want to call it. Like 
it's, it's basically the people. It boils down to that. That's my vibe report is that uh, the people of Louisiana are unlike anywhere else I've ever been. Um, and it, it is the one place I would say this, the, 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 the two States I've been to that feel like I'm in a different country are Hawaii for obvious reasons. Cause it's like all the way out there and it has its own culture and has for thousands of years and Louisiana. Those are the two spots I've been where I'm like, am I still in America? This is wild. <laughs> I agree with you. I think the people were above and beyond it. The last thing you said was, was exactly what I was going to say. I felt like I was in a different country. I felt like I was in a country where there was not where people hadn't i think it's the optimism like people in louisiana there's a sense of optimism like when i uh visited a bunch of the rvs they have this whole tradition of you can wait on a waiting list for like thirty-five thousand years to get a chance to have a spot where you can park your rv and i'm talking to this guy and some of them i mean some of the ones i saw this was probably one of my favorite little features i've i've gotten to do there yet because we saw ones from like five hundred thousand dollars that this guy had spent on his one guy had tricked out a a literal semi an 18 wheeler i don't know if you saw that one mark it was it was it had a cow skull painted purple on the front with yellow horns and his sister gave me a tour of it and she was like she was like, I'm Michelle, I'm the first lady of the RV. And she takes me through, the whole thing is trimmed in alligator skin. Like it, 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 it was, it's another country. Like this is not my mind, something. My I mind goes before. to the, uh, what, what was the tweet format where you're like, cable, record $60. Scratch, no, no, no. It's like, oh. it's like cable, $60, electricity, $100. RV tailgate for LSU games, six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. Somebody help me with the economy of my family start or whatever. Right, right. It's like I, lo so I love the idea. Of, like these people are just like maxing out all their credit cards to get like the nicest Gator skin. Yeah, no. See, well, so I asked them. Also, like the re the reason I brought that up in the first place was because this one guy who was from um, about forty minutes south of New Orleans, and he was like we got absolutely rocked by Hurricane Ida. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, and he was talking about how a lot of relief effort comes in a month after, but it's really like two months after that you need the help. And there are people who, who were still trying to get into their homes. But he, but the way he talked about it, he was like, but you know, we're all going to come together and we're going to make it all right. And he was like, can I get you any food? Do you need to use my bathroom? Do you need like every single thing that he like, even in the face of the worst possible thing that could happen, which was his friends and neighbors, like, losing their homes, he was still optimistic talking about how it was going to get better and then offering me everything he had. Yeah. And it was a very – I think that the place also mimics – you know, you're talking about this guy jumping through the table. Um, I know that we'll, we'll get to your alligator situation. Like, there, there are people who are truly on another level um, – and I think the place also mimics that. Like, like Tiger Stadium is the most, the least tricked out stadium I've ever seen. Like, it's just concrete, steel, not many amenities. Like, the trees have these spooky Spanish moss growing off of them. There's a live tiger on campus. Like, the whole place is just different uh, yeah. in a way that, that people say, and I never understood why. I knew I wanted to go, but then you go, and the combination of the people, and then a place that mirrors that you you come away from it changed i feel like i yeah. feel a little bit changed yeah yeah my it's it's it, it is i'm glad we did it for sure absolutely yeah. it, it, it like the whole time i was there too i just kept telling myself like I, I was trying to to comprehend how i could have both of these thoughts at the same time which is like this might be the coolest place i've ever been in my life mm -hmm. and if you told me i had to live here for a year i would like cry uncontrolled <laughs> like i could not do it i could not live here but I love visiting, but I, I couldn't like, and I was like, how could that be? How is this possible? Like, I've never been somewhere where that's the case where I was like, I love every second that I'm here, but also I could never for, I could never live here. I could, I just simply couldn't do it. Cause I'm not cut from this cloth. Like these people are awesome. I love them. I respect them, but they are so different from me that like, I don't know how I could live here. I, it was, it was so bizarre. And that, that was like. That was to me like the theme of our trip was like the duality of everything all at once. Yeah. I know you talked about that, that like things were alive and vibrant, but also like spooky and dead. Yes. In Louisiana. Yes. And I'm out there with these crocodiles. Uh, it, it, I, I was down south of New Orleans too, down in the swamps and mm -hmm. um, uh, out on an airboat. And uh, I mean, to, to echo your sentiment, the guy that was giving us the tour of the swamps, like that, they, they took it on the chin with, with Hurricane Ida too. He pointed out, 
uh he pointed out two things to me number one before we even get on the boat he points to this big white box that's off in the distance i know i already told you this but for for those who didn't watch our live show i, I think i said this on our live show he points out this big white box off in the distance and he he, he goes because uh, I asked him how, like, how did the hurricane affect everything? I knew, I knew he was going to, you know, I knew he was going to say something, but I didn't know. Right, I was just kind of right. giving him an open floor to, to whatever. First thing he says, he points to the big white box. He goes, we're still looking for my cousin. And I start like squinting off in the distance. Wait, you didn't like, say that. Are you kidding me? Oh, I didn't tell you this? No. Oh, he goes, he we're, said, st we're still looking for my cousin. Yeah. We're still looking for my cousin. And I'm looking at this white box and I was like, oh my God, is that his house? Or I was like holy sh and i said you're still looking for the cut in the swamp and i know there's gators out there and like my mind's going wild like holy shit because this was a month earlier that the hurricane mm -hmm. hit and i'm just like oh my god and yeah. he goes he goes yeah that was his grave and the water picked up his grave and took his coffin away and we're still <sighs> looking for him and then he said it so matter of fact me? he said it so matter of fact and like he wasn't somber he wasn't like he wasn't like so you know uh it's been tough around. He was oh, just like, I yep. have chills. We're still looking for my, I thought I told you, I'm sorry. I thought no, I, no, I, lost no. I love, I the, I love okay. that you saved that. I mean, so he told me that and then we get on the boat and he, uh, he, he shows us, um, we, we go down into the bayou a little bit, which I learned that a bayou is like a, a waterway that's supposed to be there. And a swamp is like, kind of just like marshy area that like the water came in and like, we prefer it not to be there, right, but it kind but of it's is. Here, that was so my interpretation. It's like the bayou is like, yeah, we like that. That's like a little pathway we can go through. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. know. So he's like, you want to go down the bayou and look at all the, the hurricane damage? And I was like, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I just kind of froze because it's like, I wanted to, you know, the whole point of being there is we wanted to kind of have fun and, and shoot some mm -hmm. things with gators. But also like I did, like it, it is, it was crazy to be in this unique situation where the month after a hurricane hits, I'm like down in Louisiana. Yeah. And um, so I was like, I just thought, I was like, show me whatever you want to show me. I'm here. Yeah. It's your, you're the, you're the pilot. You, you take us where you want to take us. Uh, and he showed us a, a bridge that the hurricane had uh, destroyed, just knocked it down. And they had built like a military bridge and it's play a, a temporary military bridge in its place. It's, it's a one lane deal. So they, it, it's only, yeah. So if you're coming from either side, like you have to stop and let the other people come. So then, right. you know, you can use it. Uh, and then he points to a house and he goes, you see that blue house right there? And I was like, I was like, yeah, I see that. Just a small little house, probably a couple of rooms is all it was. But he goes, that house is supposed to be a hundred yards that way. And he said, the water picked it up and just threw it over there. And he's just telling me all this matter of fact, like, I mean, in the same way that, that you and I would talk about like our friend's love life, I'm like, yeah, you yeah. know, Jennifer went right. on one date. I don't think it went that well, but we'll see, you know, right. we'll see. Right. Maybe she'll bounce back. Like, like he said in that tone was like, not that big of a deal. And I was like, oh my God, man, like what? And I'm, I'm just gobsmacked. He's like, no, man, this is, this is what we do. This is uh, hurricanes roll in. They, they, they mess us up. It is dev it, like it, it's not like, it's not sad. It's not like it's not destructive. It's not, it's all of those things, but we've been here before and we'll be here again and we're resilient and we'll bounce back. And that's who we are. And like, that was his attitude the whole time. And I was like, I was ready to run through a brick wall for the guy. Yeah. Like, you're, yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the exact word that comes to mind when I think of Louisiana and even, even the the football program really is resilient because like the i took an uber on the way to the airport on the way back to when i was leaving and the guy goes he said if you give lsu enough time they'll figure out how to lose a game and he said uh mississippi state didn't give him enough time last week but auburn gave him enough time this week and yeah. it was sort of like a it's this weird mix of resilience and optimism and, and resignation and even the bar that we were at Fred's in Tigerland which is really just a bunch of tents in a field that people party at which is in and of itself wild <laughs> they were like yeah Fred's I think the student runners who came and, and helped us out one of them was like oh yeah Fred's like Tigerland didn't close for Hurricane Ida and I was like I'm sorry <laughs> honestly what? after being at Fred's I feel like the scene at Fred's is more destructive than the hurricane. Yeah, Fred's <laughs> like, is the hurricane. Fred's Every is... hurricane is named Fred. <laughs> like but... my God, that place is right. wild. Right. Anyway, right. Um, no, yeah. The, the 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 other part I was gonna say. The speaking of the like, duality, as, as we're out there with the gators too, like that an, an alligator. in My brain, like watching an alligator swim through water, that was I had the duality of like. On the one hand, this is one of the most calm creatures I've ever seen. The way an mm -hmm. alligator is just kind of slowly tailing up to our boat. And, and it looks, looks very just stealth and like whatever. So the idea of being scared, you're watching it. You're like, I shouldn't be scared, you know? Cause like in my mind, the things that I get scared of 
are uh you know you're watching a horror movie and it's a jump cut of like or it's a, a scared jump you know like someone jumps out of the closet with a knife you're like, yeah, ah, yeah, ah, yeah. Ah. So or like it's a out. monster that you're very that is very clearly yeah. like bleeding the entire time yeah yeah so to see an alligator from 200 yards away slowly swimming towards us i was like eh, i guess i don't need to be i see it coming i don't need to be scared mm -hmm. of it but mm -hmm. then it gets like 20 yards away and you're like no i need to be terrified of this <laughs> thing because it's so calm because it's like it understands that it is it is in in the driver's seat of this situation yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and i'm yeah. crapping my pants and the guy our, our tour guide is uh he, he's giving me conflicting information because he's like he's like you have you have no reason to be scared of these alligators at all um there are a ton of them around here and we're used to them and and i'm like so there are a ton of them and that's why i shouldn't be scared of it like how <laughs> what what is going on right now uh that's that's how my brain was the whole time i was down there it was just these conflicting thoughts of like I love this and I hate this and I'm scared and I'm like the, the, the tour guide's demeanor was the most confident you've ever seen. And he's, and I'm like, I trust this guy with my life, mm -hmm. but then he sticks his hand, both his hands down on the water and, and like is hitting an alligator on the face, taunting it and then grabs it and kisses the alligator on the mouth. And I'm like, maybe I'm not confident. Like who, who the hell is this guy? What yeah. is going on? And that was, that was the experience at LSU the entire time, including, as you said, watching the football team when they get up and uh, Max Johnson throws like a perfect pass to, to, to get up seven, nothing for LSU. And I'm like, is Max Johnson the best quarterback in the country? Yes. And then I keep watching the team, the, the game. And I'm like, no, he's not, he's not right. the best quarterback in this game. Bo Nix is <laughs> like, and some, but, but at the same time, somehow going into that game, Max Johnson to Keishon Boutte had the most passes and most, receptions in the sec so you're like but how are they not ranked yeah. you're like I, they like not nothing yeah. like nothing makes sense and i felt that way a little bit with mike the tiger where i was looking at this thing and and he came up you know i i think i said some of this on the live show so apologies if any if this is repetitive but the the veterinarian the doctor who takes care of him um and has taken care of the past i think three mics because this is mike the seventh and he i think this guy david Baker had had Mike five, six, and, and uh, seven, and he's sticking his hands in the cage and sort of patting him the way you would cat. He puts his face right up next to the cat, mm -hmm. the tiger's face, and and there's this and the, and Mike was very calm when I was there, but then he would roar or not roar. He was sort of purring. They call it chuffing, which is mm -hmm. and, and he would open his mouth and he. How does it sound? Teeth. Just like for for. for you want me to do so it? People, so people I, understand. I what have you're the voice to do yeah, it right now. It's yeah, like a. It's shot. like a. <laughs> It's like a very, it's like Cocho. The tiger actually <laughs> yeah. sounds like Cocho. He's doing a Cocho impression. Yeah, okay, yeah. Gotcha. And so, and I had this urge. I was like, oh my God, all I want in the world is to pat this animal. And then you're like, this thing could rip me apart in two seconds. And that's sort of how Louisiana is. It's like, we yeah. will welcome you in, but also please know that at any moment, like <laughs> you're weaker than we are, is yes, basically yes. what it is. It's like, come on in. We're happy to have you. We will show you how splendid this is. But something you said on the live show that really resonated with me is that they're not, no one feels a need to tell you how great Louisiana is. Yeah. And that was also what I picked up like on my on my tour of the stadium and then just sort of and Mike the Tiger and being around like I've never been in a place that was so confident and inherently sure of itself that they're like, yeah, yeah no, you'll you'll catch on. Yeah, you'll catch on. You'll get that, it. That's exactly what it is. I, I think the example I used was uh, uh, the, the two cities that stand out as being weird, different and, and we're cool. We're not like those other cities or mm -hmm. Austin and Portland that like and, and apologies to all the uh, Texas fans. We're and a little bit Brooklyn. A little bit Brooklyn. We're we're about to go to Austin, so, and I love Austin. I've I've yeah, been to Austin same. many times, and it's a ton of fun. But like, even people that live in Austin will tell you that they love telling everyone how great you know, like that. Right. It's, there's like a very public campaign to say like we're the fun weird city, and then Portland people are like, no, 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 we're the fun weird city. Yes. And uh, the point I made to you earlier was that Louisiana is a fun weird place, and I don't feel like whatever whatever propaganda or, or, or PR mm -hmm. stuff is out there to tell people about how cool Louisiana is, it feels like it comes from, from people like us who go visit and then spread the word. Uh, I, I, I don't hear, I don't interact with a lot of LSU people that are like, we have the most, like, why did you not put us number one on the best experience no. list or this or that? They're like, all right, cool list. You should come to LSU sometime. We'll we'll show you a good time. Like, yeah, they're, they're they don't so get, like, sure defensive. they don't need yeah. any outside validation. They're like they we're care. so sure yeah. of ourselves that like sure you can say that you know Notre Dame is the best college game day experience. Good, knock fine. yourself out. Charlotte. You ever seen a live tiger on campus? 
Charlotte, can I remind you that the game we went to, Auburn LSU in 2021, it yeah. could not be more irrelevant on the national level in terms of like sussing out the national no. college football mm -hmm. picture. No, no. These teams are not good football teams. They're not going to end up in any sort of yeah, good situation. It did not matter. That no. place was nuts. The the, mm -hmm. the the tailgating was nuts. The people were nuts. The Auburn fans were nuts. I should say that. There were a lot of Auburn fans there that showed up that drove six hours and uh the band, the Auburn band was like the whole scene was nuts. And I was and I and I remember looking around at one point where I was like, These teams suck. Like, can you imagine yeah. if if like Auburn was ranked seventh and LSU was number one or something, or like during the, the burrow season when Right, right, uh, right. So it, it was crazy. It was a good time. That's uh I, I do I, wanna I do want to say, though, that we are definitely a problem when it comes to home teams winning. Yeah. Uh, because that was the first loss at home in 22 years. So. Yeah. For the, for the first the first loss to Auburn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To Auburn. That's, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. The first, first loss to Auburn, Auburn at home in, in, in 22 years. In 22 and we were there. Years. It was a 10-game win, 10 win streak that uh, ended yeah. with our attendance so and it didn't and just end. i i should have left it i didn't want to leave at halftime but like my allergies again i'm <laughs> it sounds so stupid but like i'm sitting there just like i, I my sinuses are going nuts and uh it it was it, it got pretty bad and at halftime i felt like auburn was was or, or lsu was kind of in the driver's seat but bo nicks was maybe not halftime it wasn't quite halftime but it was like somewhere the in the third, second quarter even I was like, I was like, I think Auburn, I think LSU's got this. I think Auburn's a little erratic. I think Bo Nix is, is a roller coaster, and, mm -hmm. and it's not really. And then the fourth down, I forget when that happened. The fourth down scramble where Bo Nix unreal. He ran out of further. Control. He ran more in the backfield on that one play than LSU had rushing yards the entire game. I think it was insane. LSU, I think, had one rushing yard the entire game. So Did they really? Made, no, I, I just made oh. that. But like, no, like, it really I, I felt I, like that. I, it really I, felt like that. Well, let's look it up. Let's take a guess. I, I honestly have zero. I'm saying idea. seven. I'm saying LSU had seven, and then <sighs> Auburn scored 14 points in the fourth quarter. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess. Because I, I genuinely have zero idea how many rushing yards LSU had, uh, but it just like it was something you could just perceive as you're watching the game. You're like, yeah, they do not run the ball, and when they, they do, had, they stuff together. My guess is seven. Seven. Okay, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say slightly. I blocked me in at like eleven, okay. but I don't think it. Okay, I'm okay. pulling it up right now. Uh, LSU Auburn. There we go. Survey says stats uh, match up. There we go. LSU had. Oh, 33. Wow. Oh, they okay. ran all over them. <laughs> well, but I guess that's uh, I guess that's just an example. Like, that's what it looked like. Yeah. 33 going on seven is what that game but looked what, like. What I was going to say is I was going to – I wasn't actually going to leave, but I was like, maybe I should leave. Maybe – and then and then Bo Nix has the, the, the fourth quarter scramble or the fourth that, whatever. And, and I was like, uh-oh. Maybe maybe this is going to be a good game, but even then I didn't think LSU was going to lose. I was like, surely, I didn't they're, surely they're not going to choke it away. The last the last quarter was the last <laughs> quarter was when I realized that I think I might actually like I felt the fandom. I I was the pain that I felt when LSU lost yeah. was more real than you know Wisconsin lost, and I was like, ah, oh, it's a bummer. Ohio State, I know that was different for you, but for me, I was like, okay, LSU lost, and I was just like, oh, God, I wish they had won, which is, like, <laughs> like that's how I describe fandom, is when you feel like you wake up the next morning being like, oh, why didn't they win? <laughs> and I do have some bad news for Texas A&M, which is that not only are we coming to your campus, but you're playing Alabama. And also, you suck. Your team sucks. <laughs> so, like, I your feel like sucks this one... I, yeah. You know, what are we I gonna think, do? I think I, we lean into the fact that I think we maybe maybe our vibe is like maybe they maybe you won't lose by as much as you think you're going no, to. <laughs> I, I think I think it's the opposite. I like honestly this might be good for Texas AM because they just lost at home to Mississippi State. And I think like every there's not a Texas A and M fan on earth that expects to win or even probably cover the spread. Uh, right. so I think we're in a good spot as it as okay, it pertains good. to like I, I'm not worried about the curse, like in in, in terms of like how people view uh, the people that listen to our show watch watch whatever and, and like to laugh on twitter about how we curse wherever we go i don't care about that i think it's funny it's awesome it's good right, for the right, brand right. honestly right what i worry about is like actually getting out of these towns alive when me too we roll no in. same i don't care about the idea of the curse so, i just care like i would like people to not run us out of town like my i want point is, i still want access to the school yeah i think that texas a&m 
I think they're in a position where they're like, if when we get stopped by Alabama, we're not going to blame you because we yeah, know they're like, come on in. We suck and Bama doesn't, <laughs> and we're in trouble. And it doesn't matter whether you come or not; it's inevitable. Uh, we got to we got to rip through the report card though. We, that was that was vibe check. I think we did a good job of painting the picture for the people. I, um, so I needed I need to know because this this could be a long answer too. What mm -hmm. was the best food that you had on the entire okay. trip? So this is the one area that I completely screwed up, Mark. I did not do a ton of food stuff. You did a food tour of mm -hmm. all the tailgates. Um, because I was going from RV to RV, I didn't... Everyone offered me a ton of food at each one, but I... The best thing... Weirdly, the best thing I ate was a, a little ham sandwich that this, <laughs> this... I'm dead serious. This old couple has an RV that they, they've been doing this for 30 years. They were in an RV that was 17 years old. It looks like your grandmother's house, and this this she is a great grandson at this point. This woman she brings out a a Tupperware of ham tiny ham sandwiches on little Martin's potato rolls, you know, or or Hawaiian yeah. rolls, you know those things. Yeah. And and it was a layer of cheese, and then a pickle, and then a layer of ham, and then a pickle, and then cheese and mayo, and. And I don't know whether I was just very hungry yeah. or it was just like exactly what I needed at that moment. It was the greatest sandwich I've ever had. In what my an answer. Life. It what was an so, answer. It was it was what I needed when I needed it, which is a really disappointing answer for fans of Louisiana food. Which so I'm that's why I'm gonna turn this over to you. No, it's okay because you know uh, I'm definitely when we go to Jacksonville, which I think is our last stop, um mm -hmm. for Florida, Georgia. Well, uh, no, I, I I feel like there's there's going to be a point where I come on here and I say the best food I had is like the burrito I got at Chipotle or something. Well, I was going <laughs> to say the other se the second best thing I had was a Chick Fil A sandwich at 11 p.m. Yeah. when I was fading at the game. That was yeah. I my dinner. Can I just tell you what I ate from after the tailgates? I had I well I started the day. This was my Saturday. I had it. <laughs> I had it. Uh, bacon, egg, and cheese from Starbucks for breakfast to have some sustenance to get going. Then I had that ham sandwich. Then I had a jello shot with Michelle at the semi truck. Then I had two Are pieces you saying of pizza. Semi? Do we need to do another poll? Semi? Semi versus semi? It's probably a semi. Are you I'm talking about like wrong. a semi truck or a semi? Yeah, it's a semi. You're, you're talking like an 18 wheeler. Yeah, it's a semi. Okay, no, go ahead. Sorry, I, just, I, I was wrong. No. It's a semi. No, you're not. You're, I did. No, I, now that you say it, I, I'm pretty sure it's a semi. I had. <laughs> I had a jello shot there that came in one of it looked like a vaccine actually it was in a, a oh, syringe. A, 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 yeah. uh, then I had two pieces of pizza and then I had um, a hot dog and popcorn and then I had a Chick-fil-A sandwich and at the end of the, and like a few beers along the way and at the end of the night I was like this <laughs> this wasn't even like I didn't even like do a weird eating day on like you know boon balls or alligator. Yeah. Like I just I just royally screwed this up. Yeah, you could have gone to like you could have gone to my hometown in Indiana and just exactly. like gotten a slice of Domino's pizza. And I didn't have any say. <laughs> I didn't have any pasta. Lie. I just really blew it. So can yeah. you tell me about Louisiana uh, food? Yeah, please? I I did the opposite. I basically I only ate Louisiana food while I was there because I. Uh, I, I I think I kind of have talked about it a little bit before, but I, I grew up a very picky eater. Um, I've I've come out of my shell a lot in the last five years or so. Uh, but it was, uh, but 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 the idea of going to Louisiana really interests me because I'm in a position now. Sure, well, I will try stuff, but I won't necessarily mm -hmm. like it. But I'm I'm willing to try but and I'm willing to expand my horizons. I was like, this is a perfect trip for me. I'm going to try everything while I'm there. And I got to say, I was expecting to not like a lot of the food because I thought it'd be too spicy for me. Mm -hmm. There'd be mm -hmm. too much going on. Um, I, I, I was willing to try, I tried it all. I like basically everything. The only really? thing I didn't, the only, the only thing I didn't really love, uh, I got gator balls at one point, <laughs> which so gross. for clarification, I asked the guy, I was like, are gator balls, you know, like, are they gator? What I think they are, are. are they gator balls. And he's like, yeah. oh yeah. He goes, we go, we, we swim out every morning, chop them off and they grow back within a week. And we, and no, like, no, 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 <laughs> I was like, I love That's it. A That's what, uh, no, they're, they're, they're gator meat that is like, is, is ground up or shredded or whatever. And then it's like mm -hmm. packed in with like rice and then it's deep. I'm fried. so mad. I didn't of, eat any of that. Yeah. How did I mess this up? And the gator ball and so i go uh the, the, you want to talk about like a, a visual a, a mm -hmm. euphemism whatever so I, I say that about the gator balls he's like he makes that joke hands me some gator balls and then he grabs a big white tube of uh, a tube of like white sauce and shakes it up and hands it to him and he's like you got to get some some ball sauce on your <laughs> gator balls <laughs> i was like this is this is actually you're like 
Yeah, I did, like I'm, I'm like like we're shooting this video by the way, me eating all this stuff, and I'm like the Brazzers logo is definitely going on this video. Like the way this guy's like shit. Yeah, <laughs> like oh, this is right. this is disgusting. Uh, so I put I don't even know what it was like some sort of tartar sauce or something. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I I put it on the 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 Gator balls and mm -hmm. I ate it and I I I finished I I. <laughs> How do you? How was I, it? Tell I, me how it tasted. Okay, how do I? I ate, ate. I ate the gator balls. I yeah. I, I did not spit. <laughs> oh my god! Dude. Okay, I I I. I god damn it! You, okay, so after I didn't love you it. had I'll just put it that way. I, I I gave it an honest it. try and I didn't love it. Uh, okay. The rest of the stuff I loved, but I want to say my favorite food that I had was the uh, budin balls, which is basically like a gator ball, but like some sort of different meat. And someone explained to me what budin meat is, which sounds a lot like booty meat. Uh, no, I think not, it's a bunch of stuff. It's a bunch of stuff. Bunch of um, meat. But I think it might have been the way they were prepared, too, because the guy who was... The Gator Balls was like... It looked like a different... It, it was more of like a commercial setup. Like I a, see. Like it okay. was like the tent that they're selling this stuff. And the Boudin Balls I had were at like a real authentic tailgate, and uh, those were awesome. Those were so good. And I don't know why those aren't a national thing, because I asked what was in it. They're like, it's meat and rice, and it's deep fried. And I was like... We have all those things in the Midwest. Why is this not a? It's sort of like a like an arancini, like an Italian rice ball with bit, but with meat in it, kind yeah, of. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So maybe every culture has some. I don't know that. It was. Yeah. I. I'm. The, I'm glad that you got out there because I, the, I. really blew it on the on the food front. The other thing that that confused me for a long time was uh, I, I there's a lot of crawfish stuff available, um, mm -hmm. but then it wasn't available in other places and i'd ask the other places i'd be like you got anything crawfish that i could try or whatever because uh, we went to one restaurant that was serving crawfish soup ca ca crawfish corn tortilla soup or something like that is what it was. and i was like what the hell yes give me some of that um and then i had like a a thing of like rice and beans with fried catfish on top of it and like i'm, I'm eating all this stuff but uh i so i go to another place and i was like i see you guys usually have crawfish can i get some crawfish they're like it's out of season right now we don't we don't have any crawfish <laughs> and then like my brain was broken because i'm like do you grow crawfish like what what do you mean out of season like is there <laughs> like you harvest crawfish sorry the the stocks haven't grown to their yeah. appropriate height yet. yeah it's for to... us to to uh but they told me that the crawfish are in season in the sense that like there's a the mating season they get bigger or something and that's okay. like the year you want it that's the time of year you want to catch them and also like they they don't hibernate but like as the water gets colder they go they disappear and then when it's warmer they like you know it sounds a lot appear. like lobsters in maine i'm gonna be honest is like, there a season like, for lobsters yeah there's a season uh, for lobsters it's it's like it's most it's august through like October, December, and if you catch them or like if they're too small, there are federal regulations that you have to throw oh, them back. So yeah, it could that's, have that's something. What it is. And and I do feel Maine, Louisiana reminded me of Maine in the same sense of like it is a, it's kind of a different country. Like you go meet some of these people in Maine down on the water or down in these like very remote areas, and you're like, oh, this is this is different. And also, yeah. no one who lives in Maine. Everyone's like, actually, please don't come here. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, we need you from a tourist economy perspective, but otherwise, like, we'd rather not have you here. And yeah. it's awesome. But like, don't, and so it was a similar that 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 reminded me of that. Uh. Anyway, I learned about crawfish being in season, and I found out that the the places that were serving crawfish were like bringing it in from out of the area. Oh. It was not local crawfish. Wow. But they, there's such a, a, a an appetite for crawfish that you have to have it year round, and um, I don't know, crawfish was pretty good. I liked it. I, did, I couldn't believe it. So there you go. That's a report. Boon balls, though, number one. Uh, these should be a national thing. Louisiana's holding out on us. You gotta. You gotta, you gotta get gotta, a recipe, Mark. You gotta try yes. making them. Yeah. Release release the recipes, Louisiana. <laughs> Let everyone know about this, please, for the love of God. All right. Uh, uh, what's the number one thing that you like the most about LSU that you wish existed in your town or college or both? I almost don't know that I can answer this one. For I was thinking about it. I was like, LSU is so completely its own thing that I don't think you can separate yeah. any one thing and bring it back. Uh, I love the colors. The that's yellow a, good, that's and a great answer. That's honestly a great answer. I think I might just go at the color scheme is unbelievable. It looks so good. I, if, if Colby College had been purple and yellow... I would probably still have a lot more merch than I currently do. You heard it here, folks. A uh, Boston Celtics fan saying she loves purple and yellow <laughs> hey, uniforms. No, no, no. <laughs> Don't take that out of context. 
screw the Lakers. What's your answer? What's your answer? Quickly. <laughs> wait, wait, eject, eject, no, wait, eject, you eject. Tell, you tell. eject. No, that's a great answer because uh, Jim Jim said that to me at one point too because uh, he he turned to me during the game and he's like, dude, this place is sick. Why would you not come here if you're a five star recruit? And I was like, I, I yes. I had I, the same thought. I said yes, I agree. Um, he, he's like, what? Because the, they're playing Auburn, obviously. So he's like, if you're Cam Newton, why would you go to Auburn? I was like. To be fair, we have not been to a game at Auburn, and I'm sure Auburn is also awesome and also mm-hmm. has like a lot of stuff that would be sick for a five-star recruit and all that. And Jim goes, yeah, yeah, but like, look at look at those uniforms. Which one of those uniforms are you trying to wear? Look at Auburn's uniform. Those are boring. I want to wear those. Yeah. And he points to LSU's, and I was like, I can't refute that. That's They, no. they got sick uniforms. They got sick logos. I was and, also and thinking that. that I was stuff. like, why would you, if you were a five-star recruit, why would you not go to LSU? And then I was like, because if Nick Saban shows it up at your yeah. door, yeah. you're probably yes. going to go yes. to LSU. As it turns out, there are other <laughs> awesome football programs that also. Right. Uh, my number one thing, bar none, is uh, calling Baton Rouge as yes. like a, a theme song for your school is, is, is very unfair for the rest of America because uh, uh, controversial opinion, I think when Colin Baton Rouge comes on at Tiger Stadium, it is cooler than jump around at wisconsin like that oh, was that's not even a question to me are you kidding me jump Colin around Rouge was i've never i've never felt talking about running through a wall oh my after god that, song. I, that was that was my uh that cleared the sinuses i'm not even kidding like i was sitting there i talked about like having my allergy issues or whatever that song comes on i just jumped up and just start belting it out lose my mind and then i felt better for like 20 yeah. minutes and then there uh, you go but the fact that, like, the, the, the big difference with Jump Around and Colin Bad Rouge is that Jump Around has no ties to Madison. And I never, like, there's no, like, obvious reason as to why they do Unless it. Unless they filmed Mrs. Doubtfire there, I don't know why that became <laughs> yeah. the song. But yeah. I'm a little, I think part of, part. Uh, I mean, first of all, I would have liked them to win for multiple reasons. But I was also kind of bummed because we could have put together such a great video of you and me singing combat and rouge because we both know all the words and it would have yes. been a very funny piece of content but it felt real deflated like we're not going to put that out after a loss yeah exactly yeah that's true that's what, maybe that's we could why put it out on like a wednesday or something but like that's i had, I had hand motions lost. for like so i changed lanes you know call oh the God. whole you know if uh if lsu wins we go to a karaoke bar that night and just sing Colin baton rouge done nonstop. oh hey. karaoke bar i mean our hotel rooms <laughs> <laughs> right right but look what? we're going to lsu at ole miss yes so if lsu wins at ole miss we can do combat rouge. <laughs> that'll be that'll be well received in Oxford, I think, is going yeah. or just, Well, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll do it at the airport. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely jealous of that. That's one thing I wish. Uh, you know, like being an Ohio State alum, I wish there was a school there. There's a a. Uh, a there are there. I guess like Cleveland Rocks is the the high. Like, Hang on, Sloopy is the state song of Ohio. That is. But it's not really inherently tied to Ohio. I don't know. There's it. It just doesn't feel the same. And Colin Baton Rouge is an absolute banger. It is. Uh, it is I think it it's is probably great, one of my favorite songs of all time. It is. It is the perfect length. By the way, that yes. doesn't get talked about enough. It's like a very short song, and it's like high energy out of the gate. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. great. It's a perfect song, and for it to be about the town that the school, it's like it's unfair. I wish. I wish my school had that and the fact you said this during the live show that uh louisiana buys in that lsu is is all about it and my and you asked me you know like when when shipping up to boston comes on in a boston setting is everyone like ugh, come on no yeah it, it's the same jacked up fit like i to this day if i hear the opening notes of shipping up to boston i will like punch a wall right yeah, like yeah. I'll, I'll freak out and i think that it's the same thing combat rouge is so 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 good See, ohio i'm pretty sure the most famous like the nationally the most famous song about ohio is crosby stills and nash about the kent state shootings so it's Yikes. like <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. not gonna play that, that, that in the about, stadium that song's about kent state shootings, so it's not exactly one that uh when it comes on we're all jumping that's out of our seat that's probably true when it comes to ohio. i know that really is like the probably wow. the most famous Ohio song. We got to fix that. I'm gonna write a song. Is it Machine Gun go. Kelly from Ohio? He's got to step up and. Yeah, come on, man, help us out. Give, <laughs> give Ohio State. John an Legend's anthem. from Ohio too. What the hell are we doing, John? He is. Yeah, he's from Ohio. Someone's got to. Someone from Ohio's got to step up and uh, fix this. Um. All right. What was the, the last couple things we had? Uh. What's the one thing you could do without? You. I know you loved LSU. You loved Baton Rouge, but there's surely there was one thing. The loss. Like, the <laughs> losing. <laughs> I could have done with a win. It's pretty simple. I wish my team never lost. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. The one thing I could have done with that was was a, was a loss. I would have okay. loved to win. What about uh, you? Uh, mine was uh, I had a handful, but uh, <laughs> like the weather wasn't awesome, um, and it feels like the weather's always a little garbage there. Which is funny that they say it doesn't rain on in Tiger Stadium. Well, I think it that's also, the joke. Because I think it, it always, always does. <laughs> yeah. Because like everyone's like it doesn't rain, but then also you observe how. It, 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 it both doesn't rain and also like we're unfazed by hurricanes because they happen all the time. I think <laughs> that's like, the point. What's the I think they're like, Even if it's raining in Tiger Stadium, it's not raining. Oh, is was that the, the point? Vibe that I, got. Oh. I mean, because it certainly rained in Tiger Stadium <laughs> while we were there. Chance of rain was 90% and it rained. So it's a, it's a tongue-in-cheek deal? Yeah, it's like a, if you believe, it's like Santa Claus for LSU <laughs> is that there's never a chance of rain. <laughs> was my takeaway. I was I, I bet, I, we met one guy at a tailgate that uh, I, I asked him how long he's been going to the games, and he's like, I don't go to the games. And I was like, <laughs> I was like what? He goes, yeah, because he was set up like right outside the stadium with his yeah. RV. Like, he, had a, he had an RV with himself on it. <laughs> it was him, him and his buddy. <laughs> I don't know how I missed that one. Damn it. Uh, it was a trailer. It was not an RV. It was a, it was a trailer. I'm sorry. Different. It was like a hit. It was like tied. It was hitched up to his, his truck. Wait, whatever. did it have his butt on it in a pool? His back in a pool, yeah, 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 his back. yeah those two guys, yeah. yeah, those two guys. So uh, I asked him, I was like, "How long have you been with the guys?" He goes, "We don't really go to the games anymore." And I was like, "Why not?" And he goes, "We went to one game many years ago. Uh, we were told it doesn't rain in Tiger Stadium, and it rained, and we were like, I guess we're bad luck. So now we just tailgate and we watch all the games from here." <laughs> and so oh, I said, wow. "I said to him, I was like, <clears throat> excuse me, I said, well." I think it's supposed to rain tonight, so like I guess I might be right there with you. If I, if, if I go to the one game that it rains in Tiger yeah. Stadium. Um, so I'll say the weather or the Gators. The I think the blasé attitude about alligators in the South is very alarming, and uh, I could do without that. I could, There's going to be one walking through the parking lot in Jacksonville. Yeah. Like, and, you know we're going to see it. We're going to see Gators in Jacksonville. This isn't over. They're going to haunt you. Dude, I'm sure Florida fans just, like, have them on leashes as pets. And oh, yeah, I did. right. Obviously, of course. Uh, all right. La last thing. Uh, funny anecdote. Funny something that happened that you haven't shared. Funny. Uh, what's the funniest thing that, that <laughs> A lot of funny things trip? happen. But when I was going around from RV to RV, there is... <laughs> This is the great. I, this might be my favorite story that someone's told me yet on this tour. We get to, we're doing all these like high end RVs, and we're like, where are the weird ones? Like, we need to find some of these. And we see so this thing that basically looks like a school bus. And we go over, and there's this big sign that says KBRD. Hang it like a white, you know, a, a vinyl sign hanging off of a tent. And it's this school bus. And this guy named Brad uh, Marino or Martino or so the the bottom line is that the end of his name was spelled N E A U X mm -hmm. like just as you want it to be spelled. Um, and I was like, "Who's you know? Is this your RV?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, this is my 1979 Bluebird Wander Lodge." And I was like, "Oh my goodness!" He was like, "This is my mom's. Like, come on in." He brings me in and he shows me around. It's like original plush velour paisley. Paisley velvet seats. He was like, "You ever see eight track? You want to see on eight track switches tracks?" And I was like, "Yes." Like the sound system was playing cassette tapes. He was like, "Here's oh the original gosh. microwave and the original convection oven, and they both still work." And I, was, oh my god. So we, you know, he shows me this incredible, incredible bus. I come out, and I and his friend, meanwhile, has this like witch's cauldron of pastalaya, which is just jambalaya with pasta in it, which is like. <laughs> 34 pounds of pasta. He was like, I got 34 pounds of rotini back here. And I was like, this is incredible. And uh, so Brad walks away for a second and I asked his friend, I was like, what is the KBRD thing? He was like, oh, that's Brad's fake radio station. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, sorry, what? And he was like, yeah, that's K-Bird. Every day around four, Brad gets up here and he gets on the mic and we, we do a full radio show. And we say that we're the radio station KBRD, and then anyone who comes to our tailgate, they go home, and they can't find us on the radio because we ain't real. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, wait. So then, And he was like, yeah, we've had people come back and be like, we couldn't find you on the radio. And he's like, yeah, that's because KBird, it's for the Bluebird Wonder Lodge. It's not an actual radio station. And I was just like, this place is perfect. Oh my, so they're just troll. they're going to that link to troll other They LSU have a sign right? made for their fake radio station That's based so on a 1979 RV that has not been updated and somehow still works. They drive that thing to away games. 
the, do, do they do the radio show at away games or do I, I don't know that I should have asked that I don't know yeah. that but they certainly it's, do the radio show that's so funny and Brad's like yep thank you this has been k-bird and it's just I was like well why don't no I, I almost ruined the idea because my my instinct is like why don't they just like record what they do and just like put it up as a podcast or something because that'd be like, hilarious but then that nope. would defeat the purpose yeah like, the they're like no 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 is this is performance art <laughs> yeah it's performance art we don't want it to be yeah. anywhere that's so it was between that and then michelle showing me the semi that had been decked out and this thing had a button you could push for different types of vodka she's like push one if you want kettle push two if you want tito's and i was like oh my god we go into the the master bedroom which is a king-size bed and this is her brother's this isn't hers this is her brother's rv and i was like how much did this cost and everyone was telling me everyone was very upfront they were like seventeen thousand. One guy was like 500 grand michelle goes oh yeah i'm not gonna tell you all that and i was like okay give me a ballpark and she goes let me just say, if you're a doctor and you're not married and you don't have any kids, you got a lot of disposable income. <laughs> she was like, it took a oh year to god. custom build. And I was like, this, I. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> the bathroom's nicer than any apartment I've ever lived in. <laughs> so I could go on and on about the RVs, but you tell, you tell me your funniest thing because those are, uh, those are pretty my funniest, good. My funniest thing was definitely on the Gator Tour. Uh, our guy was named T Earl. <laughs> he was six foot nine, 400 something pounds, um, but like didn't look fat per se. Just was like, it was just chonk. He was just like, he was just, he was just a thick boy. He was uh -huh. a good old boy. He had a big old long beard from a, but just the goatee part. Yes. Um, he, he looked exactly like I wanted him to look when I was driving to do the Gator tour. And he was he was the nicest dude, was willing to do whatever we asked him to for the shots we wanted or would answer any questions we had for him. He was absolutely awesome. And uh, part of that was he knew that we wanted some good footage of him messing around with Gators or just like the Gators doing stuff. So he would... He would put the, the the he he would mess with the gators and a lot and these are these are wild gators we're out there in the swamp and they come up and uh, he's got some marshmallows and he's feeding them he's getting them to jump out of the water and all that sort of stuff, uh so one of them he knows he knows uh he, like he also had a sense of like where the bigger ones are because they're he kind of like knows where they of hang course out, he does right you know so he takes he us to the one place and he's like he's like we should see a pretty big one over here he's about thirteen feet uh fourteen feet something like that. Um, that's a huge gator. huge huge that was the other thing charlotte like i've seen a lot of alligators in my life believe it or not even though i'm not from the south like i've i don't know i've gone to the south a handful of times and i see alligators on golf courses. whatever they're always on golf courses i've seen them at zoos i've seen gators around they're always like like not bit like i'm not worried they're gonna eat me because they can't even if they wanted to like i couldn't fit inside their mouth you know what you're I mean? usually bigger than I'm the usually alligator. bigger than the alligator when you see a 14 foot gator you're like that thing could swallow me alive and not even think twice about it, it changes things changes the dynamics anyway he gets this big 14 foot gator 13 foot however big it was comes over he starts like splash he's like taunting it a little bit but he's like feeding it marshmallows it's it's uh it's yeah he, he's kind of like petting it and then like it comes over and he starts rubbing the top of its head it's like rubbing the bottom of its chin like i do with moses and he's like good boy good he goes and he's kissing it it, it starts to swim away he's like kind of pulling on its tail a little bit trying to like kind of he's like both messing with it but also like loving on it's like very mm -hmm. strange you know like if, like you would think he was i don't know how to describe he's it he's teasing like, it you would think he was teasing it but he's also like there's like an element to it of like i'm sure like with the tiger like as you're dealing with the tiger, you kind of have to like push his face away from your face at times as you're kind of because mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you kind of have to like keep it's the defense. It's teasing with defense. Yeah, but and then he's also feeding. He, he was interacting with it, but he's also like, I got to keep you at arm. Anyway, this is going on for like five minutes or so, and he's 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 getting it to jump out with the marshmallow, all the whatever. And then uh, he he turns to us and he, he and we're just kind of talking, and he looks back at the gator and he sees the gator like swimming a circle, and then it's like kind of swimming back towards us, and he's like. All right, fellas, I think we're gonna have to get out of here. And we're like, "What?" And he's like, "He's like, yeah, I don't think this guy looks too happy. He looks, uh, he, he looks a little upset. You can see in his eye, he's not really feeling this right now." And like all of us uh, on the crew that are on the boat are like, "Yeah, no shit, dude, because of you. Like this isn't our like." He's saying it in a way that is like, "He's like, guys, because like uh, we were filming like as the gator is like swimming. He's like, all right, I think we're gonna have to stop. Filming. Like he puts it on us. Where he's like, I think we're gonna have to stop here. I think we're done here, guys. I think right. we're gonna have to move. We're like, we didn't do anything. We're it's the camera's here. fault. It's the yeah. camera's fault. You shouldn't have been filming this now." Yeah, he's upset yeah. and he's like he's like this out like something's really got into this gator he seems to be pretty <laughs> upset I was like maybe you trying to like 
kiss it and then right, maybe pulling his tail <laughs> didn't help that, that is incredible so but, oh uh, my god no he, he was didn't he, he was also say dude. that he got bit all the time oh yeah he got bit all the time we asked him we asked him uh like are you scared he's like he said i'm, I'm more scared of my wife than i am of any gator uh, he said, he said, I get scared of some of the snakes that are out here, but definitely not gators, whatever. And then, um, he, uh, I, we asked him, like, did they just not bite you? He's like, no, no, no. They bite you all the time. He's like, I go to the hospital all the time, all the time. I'm like, what? He's insane. So anyway, that's, uh, that was the funniest thing that happened to me. And, uh, that, that was Louisiana. So there's our trip. I, I, we just did a full show on talking about LSU. That's how great that trip was. I think that that is a really great example of like a lot of times we'll, we'll run through it and then we'll do, you know, some NFL stuff, but this was, uh, there was, was not trip. enough. There was yeah. no way that we could have captured all of it as it was happening and we needed to digest it. And, um, it it deserved its own hour added yeah. on. Yeah. So there it is. That's a that's a nice little love letter to our time in Louisiana. We love you, LSU. I'll go I, back uh, in two seconds. I cannot wait to go back. But again, I have no desire to ever move there. And I, I'm still. It's going to take me a long time to figure out how both of those things can be true. But. Meanwhile, I'm like house hunting in Baton Rouge. <laughs> I'm like, I've got Zillow up on my computer. I'm like, I could get a lot more in Baton Rouge than I could in New York City. Uh, that's it, I guess. That's the show. Uh, one shout out before we go. Hello, Samantha Deer. I hope you're doing fine. Oh. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Also, shout out LSU Tiger TV. The, the students who work there are absolute pros and saved our butts many times. Uh, one other thing we want to touch on, obviously, I'm a Pats fan. It was The Return last night, sponsored by oh, Adele's yeah, yeah. We, Hello. We got we to hit this. We definitely have to hit this. Yeah, go ahead. So, first of all, I died laughing when the promo was Hello from the Other Side mm -hmm. said to Adele. I was like, whoever at NBC did that, give him a raise. That I don't, was brilliant. Yeah, I, and, and they selectively chopped out certain parts of the song where it was <laughs> it was just hello from the other side and it went back and forth from sideline to sideline i was like that's absolutely brilliant <laughs> so, but the song <laughs> i don't it's know so... yeah never mind oh, go ahead yeah. go ahead no, no, no. go on i i just i mean i don't know how you feel as a non-pats fan as a pats fan i was obviously very conflicted heading into this and it's what we talked about a little bit last week which was you know obviously we have to be extremely grateful to brady for six damn super yeah. bowls like you can't and so at the same time though i am still a pats fan i'm not a tampa bay fan i actually hate tampa bay now and so you're grateful to brady but he's coming back and you want to kick his ass but at the same time he's playing so well that you're mad at the patriots for letting him go and the only that the best possible outcome happened which is that belichick brought out every single possible play he could have you lost to, listen we were always gonna lose <laughs> There's no way we weren't going to lose. I, I went into that game. It was, it was a matter of how we lost. And, and the fact that Belichick brought out such unbelievable plays, you know, you have Jacoby Myers throwing, trying to throw yeah. touchdowns, basically. Uh, the defense kept changing. At one, at, you know, we were winning at the half, and Mac Jones had more completions for a rookie than any in the past 30 years. We lost on a doink. I was okay with it. For me, it was like, that was the best. We were always going to lose. At least I feel like there's a future with Mac. Like, I didn't, I didn't walk away wanting to walk slowly into the Atlantic Ocean. Let's put it that way. It was, as, as a non-Pats fan, which in, uh, by, by definition makes me a Pats hater because mm -hmm. uh, that's how it works. If you don't like the Patriots, you certainly hate them at this point. Um, I think it was a perfect outcome because... Uh, the, the Patriots fans, I got to say, Charlotte, the start of the game, you guys won me, not you, you weren't at the game, but the Patriots fan base at the game won me over by booing Tom Brady. I was like, this is, I, I was worried. I, I had a, there, there was a version of my head where the, 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 the bucks on the, on their opening drive, march down, score a touchdown in the place erupts mm -hmm. and, and they're going nuts. And Tom Brady's like saying, or like, or it's like a big third down and Tom Brady's like trying to quiet the crowd and all the crowd gets quiet. <laughs> right, right, you know? right, 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 right. Like that's right. what I, I, I didn't think that was going to happen, but I didn't, I wasn't sure. And that was weird to me. Cause I was like, well, how are they going to play this? And he comes out for the very first snap and the police boos him. And I was like, yes, thank God. Cause I, last year was very weird that how many Patriots fans were trying to pretend like you guys won a Super Bowl because Brady did. And I was like, I don't like this. And last night at the start of the game, uh, you did what I needed you to do, which is which is boo the other team. That's ultimately, yes. I was like, okay, all right, you've won me over as a fan base. Uh, oh my God, am I not going to hate the Patriots moving forward? 
this is weird now because suddenly wow, the Patriots really? fans that was doing your the right reaction? thing. Yeah, I was like, wow, like maybe they're not as because because uh, you know it was it was nauseating last year uh, having Patriots fans pretend like every time the Bucks did anything that was that was a reflection on how good they you know what I mean? Uh, yes. Like it was it was nauseating. I was like, oh, thank God, finally we have the the split has happened. It's over. Maybe I don't hate the Patriots anymore. Maybe it's done. Maybe the, wow. the Empire's dead. And then uh, <laughs> the game ends. And New England Patriots fans find themselves in last place in the AFC East. They have a coach who is uh, uh, a bitter little whiny baby that cannot even like give Tom Brady more than one second of his time at the end of the game. Uh, they have a quarterback who cannot throw the ball farther than five yards, which is why he set the he set the the completions in a row record because he was throwing two yard passes to guys against a depleted secondary. Uh, the quarterback scores 17 points on a team that's been giving up 30 points a game every single game they played. They're a horrible defense this year. They're, they they are basically but it's like a practice squad, Charlotte. And now all of a sudden, Patriots fans are saying things like this was the best thing that could have happened. Yes, it was. No, what? listen, 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 What Mark. has happened? First so now of all, I'm back I don't think like, the this... defense. Sure. Okay, 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 okay. I will give you this. The Bucs defense, everybody's out except for Richard Sherman that they signed on Wednesday. Fine, I get it. The Pats, they... St- <laughs> no, it was what it I needed because... It just felt good. It just it felt good. It felt like... So you, much, it could have been so much worse, Mark. No, it could have I, been I want so you to much be this worse. way, Charlie, because this is what the, for, in order for there to be a balance in the universe, we need Pats fans to be a little obnoxious. And, 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 and that is exactly what's happening. Do you, you look at the standings, the Pats are in last place or one and three. There are two teams that haven't won a game in the NFL. And then you remove those two teams and the Patriots are tied for, they're tied for the third worst team in the NFL right now. And Mac Jones did not throw the ball further than five yards the entire night. And coming out of the game, I saw a lot of New England people, not you, this is an attack on you. A lot of New England people were like, that was kind of a win because we have our quarterback who cannot throw a deep pass. And we have uh, a team that all didn't lose as bad as we wanted. And I was like, if this was any other, if, this, if, if, if the if the jerseys don't say Patriots and they say Detroit Lions, everyone is clowning that franchise. Listen, for like, though, here, <laughs> coming it, off losing of, on a doink and like, you know what I mean? It is it is very hard to come off of a having twenty years of Tom Brady. Yeah. All I can say is like emotionally and mentally trying to work through the process of having had him, not having him, have him come back, break the all time passing record on the field where you where you loved him so much, not knowing how to feel about him, and to only lose because for some reason also I don't know why they didn't go for it. Like at that point, I mean you you, you there's no way Nick Folk, he was hurt. You put him, mm-hmm. what was that, a 55-yard attempt? Like, mm-hmm. he almost made it, but it doinked. And mm-hmm. then you give Tom Brady four, four and a half minutes, what was it, maybe, yeah. to come back? Would, mm-hmm. Like, what, why wouldn't you just go for it and lose that way? And then it turned out that they did end up winning. The Bucks did, you know, it was a field goal that did it. So maybe Belichick is smarter than I am. I don't know. I just felt like there was an element of... Sure, maybe Mac Jones isn't Aaron Rodgers yet, but like maybe he could be. He was he was out there. He was playing with confidence. He was avoiding sacks. It felt good. I liked watching him. I'm gonna get a Mac Jones jersey. And the, I think for me the biggest relief was that I came away from watching that game being like, "Thank you, Tom." Blah 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 blah. Whatever. I'm all in on the Pats. I'm all in on yes, Mac Jones. Yes, be done it, with Tom. Tom's I, done. It, it yeah. assuaged my fear that this whole time I wasn't a Pats fan. I was just a Tom Brady fan. That game, I was like, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a Pats fan. We're back, baby. Yeah, you won me over with that. Like, I think I think the Patriots fans were good about that, that you, you're very clearly supporting your team, and Tom Thank can you. kick rocks, and I, I appreciate that that's how you handled it. But uh, get a the hold of yourself. The bar was low. Get a hold of yourselves. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> you found the quarterback of your future, and Bill Belichick's like, no, I can't trust this guy to get three yards. <laughs> so we're going to kick a field goal in the range with an injured him. kicker. He threw. He was throwing. They weren't just running the ball, Mark. <laughs> He's like, it's fourth and three. I don't know I don't know if Mac Jones can throw the ball that far. That's, that's way too far. Come on. God, I'm, I'm going to turn into the most obnoxious Mac Jones defender of all time. Uh, like, no. He graduated with a 4.0 no, mark. He's really he did, smart. He's smart. He's really, really smart. He's, he learns he's a playbook. Really, he's really smart. Uh... No, it was uh, it, it it was fine. It's I'm I'm glad as a non-Pats fan, I'm also glad it's over because uh, it was a regular season week four game between like a, a I don't know like like that, that's the whole point. To, to your point, like having all the emotional part of it is what made this game so important. And for mm-hmm. those of us that like aren't emotionally invested, it was like 
it's kind of a sloppy game in the rain. Like, this and, would like, be a was, bad Sunday night football game. If yeah, it this is a bad Sunday night football game that like right. kind of had a close ending that made it interesting, but it was like not really that good of a football game. I also <laughs> will say there was a certain point where even I, as a Patriots fan, who probably wouldn't have the sports media career that I have without Tom Brady and the Patriots, if I'm being completely honest, like that was a very big reason having them to talk about really did a number for my career. Even I... Yeah by the end of the first quarter was like oh my god we get it he used yeah. to play here like, yeah, yeah good yeah. lord yeah. Uh, although i will say that uh belichick went uh, this is where i'm going to be the obnoxious pats fan again and we're going to end this podcast on you hating me again um he yes the, the hug was short but he went into the bucks locker room and he and tom brady talked for 20 minutes okay all right bye all right yeah. <laughs>